Bawoni from BA. This is a Rorschach Nigeria update from the 18th of May 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Nigeria. We are starting this week with the exciting news of Hilda Bassi, a 27-year-old chef who has broken the Guinness World Record for the longest cooking marathon. Bassi achieved the feat in the early hours of Monday the 15th at the Amor Gardens, Lekki, in Lagos State. The competition, better known as Cookathon, started on Thursday the 11th at exactly 4 p.m. after the chef turned on her cooker. Bassi aimed to beat the Indian chef, the current Guinness World Record holder, Lata Tondon, who has a record of 87 hours, 45 minutes. Tondon achieved the feat in 2019. But on Monday, the Nigerian surpassed Tondon's time to set a new record when she hit the 100-hour mark. During the event, many took to the venue and held a rally to support her and other celebrities who performed free shows. Vice President Yemi Osimbajo called her via telephone to congratulate her while Babajide Shanwolu the governor of Lagos State went to the venue to encourage her. During the event, Basi was on her feet all day and was only entitled to an hour break after 12 hours. Meanwhile, the Guinness World Records said it was aware of her achievement and would review all evidence of the marathon before delivering a verdict. More good news! On Saturday the 13th, the federal government announced that after the evacuations, there are no more Nigerian students stranded in Sudan. The Nigerians in Diaspora Commission said that all Nigerian students who had been moved by road to the Aswan border in Egypt and the ones who had been taken to Port Sudan before being airlifted are back in the country. The exercise started on the 3rd of May, about two weeks ago, and brought back 2,518 Nigerians in total. Sadia Farouk, Minister of Humanitarian Affairs and Disaster Management, said that each returnee would be given 100,000 naira, about $217. It is not clear if the evacuation process will continue for other non-students who may be stranded in Sudan. So far, various universities in the country have offered admission placements to the returnees so that they can continue their education. Moving on, Antony Blinken, the US Secretary of State, said on Monday the 17th that the United States has imposed visa restrictions on individuals who disrupted the recently concluded elections and those who undermined democracy. He clarified that the sanctions were specified to certain individuals and not the Nigerian people or the government as a whole. Blinken also said that the affected persons had been involved in voter threats, results manipulation, physical violence and other activities that undermined democracy and that the visa restrictions were proof of the US's commitment to upholding good governance in Nigeria. Like the other visa bans that the US has placed on election disruptors, no names were mentioned. While we are on the subject of the elections, Usman Baba, the Inspector General of the Police, 
said that the police will always defend the country's democracy at all costs. In that regard, he warned that those planning to disrupt the inauguration ceremonies would be identified promptly, isolated and brought to justice. Speaking on Monday the 15th, Baba said that the police and other law enforcement agencies would not fold their hands and allow political actors to create tension ahead of the ceremony. He assured citizens that security would be tightened and that the police would do everything in their power to keep law-abiding individuals out of harm's way. The National Bureau of Statistics, best known as NBS, released its latest report on Monday the 15th. Nigeria has experienced its fourth consecutive surge in the inflation figure since the year began. The year-on-year -year inflation is 22%. The NBS said that a hike in the price of items such as food and non-alcoholic beverages, housing, water, electricity, gas and fuel contributed largely to the inflation increase. Analyzing state profiles, the NBS said that residents of Kogi, Kwara and Bielsa states paid the most for food between 2018 to 2022. In other news, on Monday the 15th, the Federal Executive Council approved about 3 billion naira, almost $7 million, for the procurement and installation of a taxi lighting system and photometric pattern for the airports in Port Harcourt, Lagos and Abuja. Hadi Sirica, Minister of Aviation, said that the Council also approved funds for the provision of equipment for airports all over the country. Nigeria Air, the proposed national airline, would fly before the 29th of May, when a new government comes to power. Moving on, Ralph Aregbe Shula, Minister of Interior, has asked governors to grant waivers to inmates with fines of less than 1 million naira, about $2,000. Speaking on Saturday the 13th, Aregbe Shula said that 5,000 people are in correctional facilities nationwide over fines of less than 1 million naira, adding that the federal government is spending millions of naira annually in keeping inmates whose fines are even less than 10,000 naira, about $21. The minister said that another way to reduce decongestion in the prison is for state governments to build courts inside the facilities so that inmates can be tried there instead of dumping them in federal prisons. According to the minister, it costs over one million naira to take care of each inmate. Meanwhile, in Lagos State, Shanwolu is beefing up strategies to improve transportation. Recall we told you how rail lines were built for more trains and how the state became the first in Nigeria to receive electric buses for usage? Well, on Friday the 12th, the governor received Annika Han Englund, the Swedish ambassador to Nigeria and the Economic Community of West African States, and said Lagos was looking to partner with Sweden for the sustenance of an efficient intermodal public transportation network. He said the state had adopted 
an energy policy that would enable the state-run transport agencies to diversify to clean energy use and lower carbon emissions, adding that Lagos is ready for more investment and partnership to raise its capacity in green mobility services. Han England said that a Swedish firm would work with the Lagos government to create a system that would register and send out violations, monitor fine payments, as well as other innovative transport systems. There has been a lot of innovation and inclusivity in the education sector. On Friday the 12th, students of Regina Page's secondary school in a number of states unveiled smart walking sticks that they had designed to help detect obstacles in front of a visually impaired person. In 2018, students from the school won the Junior Gold Award in the World Technovation Challenge in the US after they developed a mobile app called the Fake Drug Detector to help combat fake pharmaceutical products in Nigeria. After defeat, the students, using robotics and coding, designed smart walking sticks that can help to detect obstacles about 120 centimeters away from a visually impaired person. Speaking at the launch of the innovation, Chibuzor Obireka, the youth coordinator of the Nigeria Association of the Blind in Anambra, said that the initiative was done in accordance with the state government's mandate to support innovations among young and talented people and praised the students for their efforts. More than 20 smart sticks were distributed. And that's it for this week. We are a few people trying to share knowledge with no ads and no screens. Support us so we can keep doing what we love. Check the link in our show notes to support us. Oh, double.